Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Another episode of Clean Breaks with my host. Say your name, Pimp. Co-host Jamie. Yes, sir. Let's keep it that simple, yeah. Yep. Word. It's a constant yep. connection. So we got fights coming up this weekend. Uh, Neri versus Figueroa. Um, I don't know who else is on that card. I think you texted me not too long ago. I got Neri. But for some reason, I think that he might have been weight drained. I have not saw anything yet, but I think that he might have been weight drained. He was definitely weight drained. Okay. But I think, like you said, he's going to have those bottles of water. <laughs> yeah, he's he going to need them. Um, yeah, he'll load up for tomorrow. He'll be fine. We'll see because, you know, uh, with Figueroa being a, a, a pressure fighter, you know, if you're not ready – you know, that's going to be constant all night. But if he catches him, you know, that might that may clear the way for him to, like, back him off of him and, and start to get his rhythm. So, um, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into something real quick. Uh, Caleb Plant, do you think he does a better job with uh, Canelo than B.J. Saunders did? I think he looks better than B.J. Saunders did until he gets stopped. OK, so you think it, you think he'll get stopped? Yes. Early or late? What do you consider late? Eight, nine, ten. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think he makes it to the eighth round. No. Wow. You, wait, you serious? Okay. I'm serious now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Like I said, I think he will have flashes. He, by far, he has quicker hands than uh, Billy Joe. Absolutely. But the one advantage Billy Joe has is being a southpaw, Canelo's orthodox. I mean, um, Plan is orthodox. He's got very quick feet. He's got quick hands. The problem is, is that he's going to move a lot and eventually get tired. Canelo's going to cut the ring off. And he will get some the better of some exchanges. The problem is he doesn't carry the power to hurt Canelo. And he doesn't have the durability to sustain Canelo's attack when he loads up with those power punches. Okay. Okay. I, I agree with that. So my part of what I was saying was the same way I said, I think we, me and you talked about this before. I said, yeah, BJ, BJ Saunders would be like the test for, for Canelo. And then he would look at that and go, okay, so this guy's a Southpaw and he's going to go that way. But Caleb is going to go the opposite way that you're going. And I'll just get used to what, what BJ is going to do. But BJ and him are two completely different fighters. Caleb Plant is not never, he's, as far as I know, he's never not in the gym. Um, he takes very good c- uh, care of himself. His condition and everything is true. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has, true. he has, I think, uh, Sean Porter's uh, strength and conditioning training. Uh, a part of his mm-hmm. camp as well, which is very, very good to have because Sean Porter is a monster as far as uh, physical training goes. I just don't, True. I just think those latter rounds, pimp, I just think that, that yeah. eight, nine, 10, it'll start, it'll start, it'll, it'll, it'll start to uh, unravel. And I would I like to see. Unravel, go ahead. Unravel by five. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you why. I think he's going to have so much success hitting Canelo cleanly with those quick hands. And I think he's going to frustrate Canelo with not being able to, um, being able to fight off the back foot. Plant can fight off the back foot. BJ only was only pawing the jab off the the back foot 
Plant can let his hands go and throw combinations. Plant can throw combinations off the back foot and he can get in and get out. The problem is Canelo's gonna, he's gonna do what he always has to do. He's gonna try to land and he's gonna realize, okay, I can't catch this guy. So I'm gonna back him into a corner, I'm gonna cut him off and I'm gonna load up and I'm gonna touch something. And when I touch something, whether it's shoulders, arms, wrists, anything, even if it's, you know, belt, belt line, whatever, he's yeah. going to inflict major damage. Absolutely. And I just don't think Caleb Plant has the, is durable enough to take that type of punishment over an extended period of time. I just, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, if he struggled holding up physically against Caleb Truax, to me, he's going to struggle a hell yeah. of a lot more holding up physically against. Yeah, and, and, and here's the biggest part. I did a podcast with Cesar. Uh, me and Cesar talked about it, and he's, he asked me what was one of the biggest things. I said, can't I haven't seen any of these guys back him up. Um, the last person mm-hmm. to back him up was was Golovkin. And, and, and right. I'll say this, too. The reason why Golovkin backed him up was, I think, that first fight, Canelo wanted to be backed up like he was okay with being the boxer and the counter puncher in that fight he was looking for a reason to counter punch and but he didn't have a lot of success because of the jab of Golovkin because in that second fight he showed us that he could stand in front of uh, Golovkin and tee off on him which was uh to his advantage as well so I feel like the same way I also said in that podcast if you go back to the 90s and you watch the Barrera versus McKinney fight McKinney was told in his corner Mac you got to back him up, Mac. You got to back him up. You have to back him up. You got to keep him going backwards. And when McKinney did that, he had Barrera in a position that Barrera didn't want to be in too often, which led to him gaining more uh, more quality rounds and keeping Barrera uh, tired because Barrera wasn't used to that being backed up like that. But to anybody that's listening, if you, get, if you aren't, aren't going to back up the power puncher, you're going to have zero success. Because your, your counters have to be so fierce and, and so powerful and accurate that it makes him think about coming in. And then I don't think none of these guys have that. And I, I don't think if Caleb is training for that that way, that mm-hmm. does him some good and it gives him some success. But I don't think uh, naturally because he does have what someone told me, he has uh, feather dusters as, as fists. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a chance that he may either hurt his hands or he won't throw those punches as hard as we think he will. So uh I, I got it going late. I got I got Caleb as usual gaining some early rounds and getting some early work in, but I just don't see the point where he sits down and throws hard enough shots to get Canelo off of him. Yeah, he won't be able to do it. I think Canelo's gonna fill his power early. I think Plant's gonna focus on trying to gain respect. Um, but it's not like Canelo's easy to hit. That's the other thing. No. Um, and I think it's, it's going to go down one or two ways. Either Canelo's going to just bully him, much like he did Saunders, back him up, corner him, inflict massive damage, throwing shots to the body, shoulders, arms. Or what he's going to do is he's going to realize, okay, this guy's feet and hands are really educated. So what I'm going to do is, even though I bully him, when he starts letting his hands go, because Canelo can be able to fall back on the other part of his skill set, which he's an excellent counterpuncher. And then he can maybe get Caleb over aggressive and let him walk into something. Yeah. That's if Caleb is just way too fast and Canelo can't get to his body, 
can't get them in, in, in you know back the way to uh to inflict any major damage so and we're also we're also talking about a guy who hasn't had a lot of challenges um, or a lot of fights, necessary fights to get this particular fight. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, Caleb Plant is uh, pretty inexperienced compared to Canelo. I think what he's had, what, 21, 22 fights? If that. If that. So I think that I think that he will be at a total disadvantage as far as going in there against a beast like Canelo. Uh, yeah. uh, someone was asking me, should they bet on Canelo? I, you know, I told them this is his European tour and I would not bet against him in any fight uh, because he has all the world of experience and everything is on his side. Now, man, you were doing text messages about this and you said yeah. he would have to go to PBC to get that fight. Yes. Here's why I, I don't want him to go to PBC. Cause I'm already playing for my DAZN subscription. So go ahead, offer him, yeah, offer him twelve million. Hey, Eddie Hearn, offer him twelve million dollars and bring him on over, man, and make that fight. Come on, pay that man twelve million flat. Get that money and, and let's get this shit over with. Cause but how, do, but how do you how do you do that? Because um, Caleb Plant has got a contract to fight on uh, to fight on what. I think he fights what on Fox or Showtime, which one of them with PBC. I think it's Fox. It's Fox. Yeah. So how do you get around that? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I figured that shit out. Throw, throw them, Eddie Hearn, they just <laughs> gave you some more money. I already paid for a subscription. I'm not paying. I'm not paying for that, man. I'm, I'm being serious. Like I, I understand the business of it, but I'm being dead honest and real about it. Because I thought about it right before we jumped on here. I was like, wait, I'm going to have to pay $80 to see that fight. If they do it over on PVC. Well, I don't think it'll be a pay-per-view. You don't think so? No, I think um, it'll be just guaranteed money. Canelo likes the guaranteed money model. And I think and, and Plant is not a huge draw either. So um, his numbers are okay, but they're not like great. So I see that happening just on regular Fox. I don't. I think because it's still Canelo. Uh I still think that that's something near forty to fifty thousand. If you do it at the uh, Tennessee Titan Stadium or something like that, I still think that they can make a lot of money doing that. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to Plants' backyard. I think that fight is Vegas. most likely going to happen in Vegas. Yep, that fight's going to happen in Vegas. Um, you know, T-Mobile Arena, something like that. Yeah, one of those arenas out there. And I think it's going to be on regular Fox. I think they'll give a big guarantee. There's going to get a lot of sponsorship money to offset the cost. And they want to, they're going to put it on regular Fox. I don't see Fox passing up the opportunity while Canelo's not under contract with the zone. Because he's not under contract. No, he's, he so has fulfilled see, that. Yeah, so I don't see Fox backing out the opportunity to get a draw like Canelo on their network when they, when they know they already have Caleb Plant under contract. So to me, that fight's going to be on Fox. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I hear it and I, I know what's <laughs> going to happen. But come on, man, Eddie. <laughs> no, Eddie knows Eddie knows it's going to be on Fox too. That's why he keeps pushing the whole big lie. You know, much like Trump won the election, he's pushing the big lie that Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are going to fight. He's yeah. trying to, because that, 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 that's the only other thing that people will want to watch on zone. You know, obviously he has some other good fighters. I think he should invest in, like Devin, like Devin Haney, put more of his his, his uh 
his energy there, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, I was asked earlier by someone from the UK, why isn't the uh, if the Tyson Fury AJ fight happen? I'll answer it now. Why won't it happen in the UK? That would be awesome, right? You expect two UK fighters to have the fight, but for those right. who don't know. Tyson Fury tore up his license, uh, his boxing license, and he said he had, he'll, he'll never fight in the UK again after whatever happened with him. Uh, so, well, you know what happened with him, right? It was that was that the whole cocaine or whatever it was. That was the whole yeah performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, yeah. So, bang bang. There, yep. there you go for everybody that don't know. You know that. That's why Bob Arum was like, "Come on over here, I'll sign you." Because he knew he would uh, attract the market. You know. And it's easier to sell, uh, sell a guy who uh, has a package already and markets himself. Tyson Fury. Manny Stewart said this about Tyson Fury uh, years ago. He said Tyson Fury is always going to be himself. He'll he'll hang out with you. He'll go to a bar with you. He'll drink with you. And he loves to sing. And he said that's one of the things that Tyson will have that's very marketable. He's like this outgoing guy and he loves to sing. So yeah, man, the zone. Let's get that money going, the zone. <laughs> Let's get I that. I know, man. I got, the, I got, I got the subscription too, but bro, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't see it happening. Come on, come on, Al. Let him, let him, let him fight over there, Al. You know what I mean? If he win, you bring it back, or just make a deal where you get two, two fights out the deal, the, the, the fight, and then a rematch, and then a rematch. Yeah, I ain't gonna do with that box. Come on, man. Fox. Look, that's Fox, bro. Fox not. It's gonna be on Fox, bro. Eddie, alpha that man 20 million. I bet you he walk about it up. Look, yeah, and then Fox, and then Fox will be like, you leave, we get 70% of your earnings. Hey, listen, listen, he wasn't gonna get the 20 million to begin with. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, so the highest pay so far is Kovalev because of Kovalev's uh, background. Kovalev got 14 uh, because he was a pay-per-view, HBO. Uh, he had that whole situation going for him. The next up was Danny Jacobs at 12 and a half because he was right behind with the whole HBO, the Miracle Man. He had the whole campaign going on behind him, and he had earned that. Uh, come on, Caleb Plant. You somewhere in between there or below that. I wouldn't even blame him if he went for 20 million, but you'd have he has a last they're not, belt. They're not gonna pay Caleb Plant that type of money. Caleb Plant is probably gonna get somewhere between 10 to 12 million for that fight. Um if it was the if it was the zone, he would get that amount of money. It's not the zone, it's a box, which means Canelo, Canelo was getting 22 to 25 from the zone. He's going to want that at least from Fox. And um, Caleb Plant will probably get, because he's, he's a U.S. box, probably going to get maybe maybe double what um, Billy Joe got. Right, Billy Joe got eight. What do you got? Eight. Well, Plant, Plant won't get that much. Plant will get 10 then. Billy Joe got eight. My bad. If Billy Joe got eight, Plant will get 10. 10 to 12. Yeah. I mean, it's Fox, man. Fox, they definitely have the budget. They got the money. Well, they definitely got the money. They they run shit, so. Um, I don't think that's going to be the issue, which is why Canelo liked the deal he has. But now, you know, it's not just his own customers that he can get in front of. 
and building I build his brand. He can do it in front of now all the Fox viewers. Yeah, and so now it's the world. Can, yeah, so now he gets to go on this kind of network tour and fight all these different fighters and all these different networks and get in front of a bunch of different viewers so it become more of a household name. And you said you don't think it'll be a, a pay-per-view fight? Nah, it won't be a pay-per-view fight. Nope. Well, that's even better. So, you know, I'll take that back. Go on ahead and get your uh, money, pimp. Because if it ain't going to be a pay-per-view fight, then I have nothing yeah, to worry not, about. Not, not, not with Caleb Plant. If it was David Benavidez, pay-per-view. If it was Jamal Charler, pay-per-view. If it was Errol Spence, pay-per-view. Um, but, you know, even I would say, even if it was Edgar Berlanga, it's pay-per-view. That's pay-per-view because it's Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Exactly. But Caleb Plant, no. I feel like the only reason I feel like it would be because they would go off the the whole, it's the last belt, Canelo wants to unify, and he's the American champion, right? That was the only reason I was saying that. That's why they're going to do it on network TV to make it, to get, they're going to get more viewership. They're going to get more eyeballs than this on regular network. Fox has a very wide broadcast reach. And you're going to have all the Mexican and Latino, Mexican-American fans, Latino fans who want to see history being made with Canelo being the first Mexican to unify a super middleweight. So it's like, do I want the pay-per-view money or do I want to get 10 times the amount of people getting their eyeballs on that and sell that to uh, advertisers on my network? True. You're going to make more money. True. You know, you're going to make a lot more money than doing pay-per-view, in my opinion. And, 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 not, and not just that, the follow your followers and all the stuff that they go off for the analytics side of it to go up. So uh it ain't hard to market Canelo right now. He's on fire. He's just on fire. Nah, he's uh he's pretty much a household name. Yeah, he's, he's just on fire he's, right he's now. In May- yeah, he's in Mayweather territory only because the casual fan in his era, um, I hate to say it's a lot more ignorant. <laughs> than the casual fans say in Mayweather's era. Uh, they were a little bit more connected to boxing as a sport. Now with, you know, the YouTubers and all this other stuff, there's more of a connection to boxing as entertainment as opposed to a pure sport. True, true. Um, so earlier I was having this conversation with someone because they was asking me about boxing. They said, man, Canelo is fighting all these fighters, but he ain't fought nobody that's, that can really give him no trouble. And they asked me to name some boxers I did, which I'm not going to name because we already know the names of these people. And he said, is it his fault? Do he say, is he the all to blame? And I said, no, all the blame, but not all of it. Or maybe majority of the blame goes to Oscar De La Hoya for showing him this path. And he never, and, and, and he never took him off the tip. You know, you know what I mean? He, he kept him on a titty and he never gave him some bottled milk. You know what I mean? Like, yo, go get your bottles you know, in the fridge. But I, I don't blame Oscar. I don't blame, I don't actually don't even blame Canelo. I know all the little fanboys wanna and haters want to blame Floyd. I don't blame Floyd. It ain't Floyd's fault. Box, no, it's boxing's fault. It's boxing's fault for being in such a disarray from an organizational standpoint, from a structural standpoint. Five, six champions, all of these belts. Um, the best don't fight the best. I mean, being able to move out the way up. of your mandatories as well. Exactly. I mean, franchise, like, you know, the, the sanctioning bodies 
and the networks in, in, in concert with the promoters are ruining the sport because the best aren't fighting the best. Like if you compare it to the UFC, you don't get around it. The best fight the best. They have to. King you know? of the Hill. Yeah, it or Israel Adesanya can't say, mm, I'm not going to fight Martin Vittori. You know, that's a tough fight. Dana White's going to say, well, <laughs> bye, give me that belt. You're stripped. Yeah. And that's what boxing needs. You know, the NFL just came out with a schedule. Dak Prescott can't say, oh, man, that's unfair. We played Tom Brady week one. They just won a Super Bowl. He can't say that and say, mm, I'm the quarterback of the Cowboys. We're not going to play that game. You know, and that's why those sports are above boxing. Because boxing isn't centralized. It isn't organized. Um, and so when you have something that's not centralized and organized, it's going to lack order and it's going to lack ethics. And that's the problem with boxing. So I blame boxing. True. I, I, I can blame boxing too, but uh, Oscar, this is part of Oscar's doing. You know, he created a monster and this is what we are seeing. Um, also, what I just said about mandatories. I want to say this real quick because... As far as I know, um, activating the mandatory is a thing that really just doesn't exist for anybody that's listening. It's not real. It's just not real. Uh, Dylan White, someone wants an example. Someone asked me for an example earlier. Dylan White was the WBC mandatory for 600 days. All right. I'm sure you don't want to be uh, mandatory for 600 days. So how does he activate his mandatory? He could, there, there is no such thing. There is an organizational group of guys that's called a commission that get together and say what is a fight, a super fight or a champion or a super champion. And they delegate that to decide who actually fights. There is no such thing as activating your mandatory. We've been doing this, I guess, for the last couple of years. And I've been listening to people say that and it's been making me cringe and I haven't said nothing. But there is no activation. Shit don't even exist. Right. If that if that was the case, uh, who else would have activated a mandatory? Sean uh, Porter. Sean Porter. And when he did it, I think he may have just salute to Sean Porter. I think he may have just ruined his friendship with Bud Crawford for going out here and say he was going to do all this crazy shit when all he had to do was just go to talk to uh, Bud and say, "Yo, I want that fight." Uh, who exactly. else? Uh, it, it's a few guys out here. Oh, the Charlos, right? They wanted uh, Canelo at one fifty four and one sixty. How are they supposed mm -hmm. to activate a mandatory or whatever it was supposed to be? You can't. There is right. no activation of a mandatory. There is a governing body for the WBO, the WBC, and every other organization. Mm -hmm. The commission of those organizations, they get together, they say, what will make the best fight and make us the most money? And then exactly. they decide on that. They don't matter if you're the mandatory, because look at what right. just Canelo just did. David yeah. Benavidez was the number one guy at the, for the WBC belt. And Abby right. Yildirim ended up fighting him. Right. Well, how does right. David then activate his mandatory? The shit isn't real. It don't exist. I don't know where that shit came from. Who told that lie? But there is no activation of a mandatory. They've been lying to y'all. It's just something that sounds good to, to make boxing sound like. Just to keep you distracted. Keep just you to keep you distracted. That's all yeah. it is. And keep guys wondering, well, how come this guy doesn't uh, activate it? Well, how come that guy? They're all trying yeah. to fight. Look at Demetrius Andre. He's showing up at a guy's fucking post-fight post, fight, post uh, fight conference, and they're telling him to get the fuck out of here. You're a horrible fighter, man. You're a horrible fighter. For people who don't know, Demetrius Andre or someone offered 
Canelo between 30 and 40 million to fight Demetrius Andre. And that was turned down. Yeah, it was, it was turned down. Again, um, boxing is a business. It's not a sport. No, nah, it's not. It's a hustle. And everybody's being hustled by it to a certain extent because there's just no structure. That's why people don't take it as seriously. Uh, whether it's Jeff Horn versus Manny Pacquiao or Tim yeah. Bradley versus Manny Pacquiao with the scoring. You know, if you think you get bad calls in NBA games, NFL games, boy, just, <laughs> just, just watch a boxing. boxing. Yeah, just watch a boxing you know, so match. It, it would really be frustrating. And then just the matchups. There's no guaranteed matchups, you know, where in, the, in all the other sports you have playoffs and you have a championship. So people, the, the cream rises to the top and they have to compete against one another. In boxing, it's like, well, you, you, you kneel down and kiss the ring and pay the biggest price in order for that to happen. You, you don't have to do that in the other sports. It's, it's mandatory. It's the norm. Yes. Um, and, and to me, that's why boxing is, is losing. Yes. I know people saying, oh, boxing's coming back. Oh, it's winning. Look at Jake Paul. No, it's not. That's, you know, entertainment is winning. The fact that it's you got boxing. a Jake Paul happening lets you know that it's not winning. Yeah, exactly. Um, does it bring attention to people? wanting to put gloves on and do boxing as a gym workout. Yeah. But in terms of being a professional and elevating the sport, it's bullshit. Uh, no, because the thing about boxing from what I, I remember uh, growing up and watching it and then doing it, the whole point of you doing it is you want to be good enough or great enough that other people say, yo, I, I can't do what you do. The whole point right. of being great at basketball or anything else is saying, yo, I can't do that. And now if we have so many people saying, that, yo, I can get in the ring and do that. That's, <laughs> that's that, that lets you know that, you know, yeah, we, we're not on the right side of, of the table that we want to be. And speaking on the thing of boxing or football or any sport, the best play the best always. Right. So always, the, eight, yep. eight, the eight teams in the Eastern Conference play the uh, play the to play the play the best and in the playoffs and the best teams, the best eight teams in the Western conference play each other and they find out who's yeah. the best and, yeah. and they go through the rankings and they knock each other off in a five to seven yeah. game elimination. That's yeah. how it goes. And boxing, yeah. you get guys who know how to move because they have a belt, but they have a promoter. They get to move around the best guys. And that it shouldn't be like that. Boxing was based on being King of the Hill. Exactly. That's what it was based on. If you think yeah. you're the baddest motherfucker, then you come meet me. Yeah. Boxing needs a commission. And a real boxing, commission. Yeah. Until boxing gets a commission with a commissioner, um, devoid of networks and all this other stuff, until boxing centralizes and yes. organizes, um, it, it's just going to become even more of a, um, of a shit show, in my opinion. Yeah, And if you think Jake Paul, and at least Jake Paul is actually like in the gym working out. Yeah, he's been you know, doing training these, for four years, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing training for four years. Imagine when you get these guys who who will play boxing just because they have 20 million Instagram followers, you know, who want to play boxing and, and get out there and it'll sell because it's entertainment. So For, for anyone who is listening, yeah. uh, in, in my younger years when I was boxing, if one of you little YouTube motherfuckers would have ran across me and asked for an exhibition or a real fight, I would have tried to break your fucking neck. No doubt about it. 
In a real yeah. fight or exhibition, I would have tried to break your fucking neck. And if I didn't succeed, I bet you would have left that ring knowing that you got the shit beat out of you. I promise right. you that. Yeah, I'm going to show you how much boxing is being disrespected right now. So you have Jake Paul. Jake Paul is doing boxing exhibitions. Now, from a business standpoint, I don't blame him. I don't, I don't follow what he's doing for, from a business standpoint because there's a market for it and people are spending money on it. But to show you how much boxing is being disrespected as a sport, he is having these boxing exhibitions, but yet again, it's always the five W's and half. Well, who is he fighting? Oh, Ben Askren. Oh, Ben Askren is not even a boxer. Ben Askren is a UFC guy. And in, in mixed martial arts, he's not even a striker. He's a wrestler. So the, the, the whole game and the craft is being cheated. Well, that's why you see the UFC fighters who are in the upper echelon who are strikers are getting mad at Jake Paul. Like, no, I'll fight you. People like Usman. They're like, I'll fight you because I do. I have a stand-up game. I can, throw, really. I can use my hands. You know, and so you're going to get all these guys doing that. But that's how much boxing is being disrespected. You know, you, you got to fight another actual boxer, right? It's like, it's like Tom Brady is saying, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, LeBron, why don't you play middle linebacker for the New Orleans Saints and, 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 try, to, and try to beat me in a game? Like, that's idiotic. You know, LeBron's not a football player. He's, you know, one of the greatest basketball players ever lived. So Hasn't played football just, since he was uh, in high school. <laughs> right. He was a tight end, all-state all tight end. But at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's like. And, and people – People just want to be entertained, man. Uh, people, they don't really get it. And so, you know, boxing, people who are in by the boxing game, there are a lot of winners. But people who love boxing for what it used to be and boxing purists and aficionados, we're all losers. Yeah. Big time. So, Big time. Yeah. Did you hear the interview that Paul Andrade had earlier today, the father of Demetrius Andrade? No, I missed that. Okay. I didn't get a chance to see it. So he was talking, um, he got, he got pretty passionate, passionate about his son and fights and everything. Uh, and I think what they're about to do is what I said on the last podcast. Cause I think this is, is going to help. Demetrius Andrade is very annoying. And I yeah. think the campaign would be to just continue to be annoying. Yeah. I think they're just going to keep that whole routine going. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's who they are now. They're, you know, they're that guy. So yeah, just they have to be. Guy. They have to be. Yeah. He also explained something that I think you may have mentioned on a podcast or just in conversation while we were talking. He said if there was an actual Andre versus Jermail Charlo fight, where was the paperwork? He said they, we never received paperwork or a contract or a handshake. He said there was no verbal agreement or nothing. He said for anybody that think that fight was supposed to happen and, and Demetrius pulled out the week of the fight, how come they never promoted the fight if there was an actual fight? Yeah, true. Very, very good point. He said, where are the ticket sales for the?" He said, what stadium was this fight supposed to be at? And I thought about yeah. it. I said, oh, shit. We never heard yeah. of any of this stuff. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Yeah, definitely. We never heard of none, none of it. So yeah. he said his son has been ducked ever since then. He said everybody yeah. knows that his son can fight and he's it's going to be ugly if you fight him. But he says they know that his son is the boogeyman and they don't want to lose. Yeah, I mean, I was it, listening it, to him break it down, man. Yeah, he's he a made, double negative. He's a double negative because he's not necessarily popular. He doesn't have a huge draw and he can fight. So it's like 
high, high risk and very, very, very low reward. Very low. Because even if you beat them, if you beat them, guys like Canelo, they're going to be like, well, who is he? Now, we know he can box his ass off, but, the, 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 you know, the, the boxing media, which I can't, I can't stand the boxing media more than I can stand the fighters or promoters, but they're going to downplay it. So if you're a Charlo, it's like, well, even if you're Canelo, like, that's a lot to lose. If I lose to like a, if I lose to to, to Andre, that's a double negative. Yeah, I, I couldn't even make any big money, and I lost to a guy who you know we've all been downplaying. Yeah. Uh, so, so what he said about Charlo was that um, part of the reason why the fight wasn't it didn't go through because they asked him to take like two hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was, and he wasn't going to take that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I was like, well, and me in my in my mind, I'm thinking as a hungry person at the time, like a real hungry dude. Like, I beat you, I take the belt or whatever it is that you have. Now I'm that dude, and I sit at the top. And even if you want to rematch, you know what this is like going against me. So, you know, it's up to you to make that adjustment and and, and do something to 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 get the fight in your favor. So, uh, yeah. there were a lot of things that he was well, not a lot. There was a few things that he brought up that made me question did these fights did these guys actually want to fight him yeah no i feel you yeah he said Makes what you think. he said what where was the contract he said because we didn't get one he said there was no verbal uh contract he said there was no uh sorry series in the background talking shit are you good <laughs> yeah i had a whole bunch of going on so yeah. yes uh, <laughs> he, he said there was no contract no verbal <laughs> agreement there was no handshake he also said well what stadium or where was they supposed to fight he said, when was the fight supposed to happen? Where was it supposed to happen? He said, they're telling you nothing but lies because no one wants to fight Demetrius. He said, that's the whole point. He said, all these guys. He said, "W." He said Munguia was a WBO mandatory at 160 to fight Andre. And uh, Eddie Hearn came back and told him he doesn't want the fight. Yeah, they're all ducking him. We all know he's being ducked. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, in the sport of boxing, my boogeyman, Officially is Demetrius Andre Andrade. Yeah. That's that's my official uh, boogeyman. Him and Shakur Stevenson. Him, Shakur. Um yeah, at this point, yeah. I think I think at this point. Previous to this, it was Errol until he got his breakthrough against um, yeah. against Kell Brook, and then the other guys had to fight him. Had to. They had, had to, to. especially yeah, after that Mikey Garcia fight. Right. And that's why I think Errol got like Errol is winning because on the business side, he's made the, the better and he's made the shrewd moves. He he did the first thing you do in sales one on one. And the first thing you do, first rule of sales is, you know, you operate and you work within your own network. You look and see, well, what do I have going for me? Errol's like, well, I was born in Brooklyn, but I grew up in Texas. Oh, wow. Jerry's world here. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Let's build that up. Let's build my fan base up here. Let me open myself up. Let me be in the gym. I'm in here. Oh, cool. I'm also connected with the Charlo brothers, who one of my I, I, I uh, train with, Jamel. And hey, he's in Houston. So I'm connecting all these dots in a very large state with some, you know, tier one to tier two markets. And he's got those type of facilities at his disposal. He's winning. You know, where Bud, he didn't do that. He just fought and said, hey, Omaha. You know, and, <laughs> you know. That just, from a business standpoint, it hey, just man, doesn't cut away. it. Yeah. Now, he, he could have <laughs> did this year. 
<laughs> yo, you wild as fuck for that one, yo. Man, I'm just being, hey, don't disrespect yeah. Omaha, but, you know, Omaha is not a tier one or, or tier two, or maybe maybe it's a tier three market. You know, I don't know. But um, oh, that's on the business side. Again, yeah. Bud, phenomenal boxer. But on the business side of boxing, you know, he got let down, in my opinion. Um, he could have easily said, okay, well, I'm from the heartland. And he could have just owned the Midwest. He could have went and fought in. Did Marcus he get Light. let down or did he get fucked? A combination of both. Okay. Combination of both. Okay. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you want something done, you gotta do it yourself. That's so cool. um I'm just shocked Bud didn't do that. And so Errol's got the upper hand on that. And you know, look, Bud can say what he wanted, what he wants to say, but if he wants to make any real money. His biggest payday is still Earl Spence. So when Earl goes and get this belt from Ugas, I mean, where, where's, where's Crawford? Unless Crawford loses to somebody, but if he keeps winning, where's he going to go to get a payday? And for those who aren't listening, Sean Porter got removed from the WBO number one ranking as a contender and got replaced with Virgil Ortiz. So that lets you know, again, there is no activating a mandatory the commission, whoever it is, they decide on what's best. They yeah. decide on what they want to see. Well, they, it's the playbook. They're looking at, well, Porter's on the way out. She he doesn't have a huge draw. But I, I agree. I'm telling you how they're looking at it. They're looking at Virgil Ortiz, again, Latino, also in Texas. Oh, he can, he can be he – can, he, can he can build a huge market and build a brand. You know, look at his new management team. Look at what's going on. You see what's happening behind the scenes. And, of course, you know – um, now it's like, how do we get that belt? The key thing for them is how do we get this, how do we get that belt off of Bud before he gets to Arrow? That, that's the yes. game plan. How do we get that belt off of Bud so we can hold it hostage the way we want to keep it from Earl? Or if Earl does get it, then how do we get to Earl to, to basically leapfrog, leapfrog over everybody to get all the belts, right? Um, I, I think that's that's what they're looking at. The problem is again, it's chess, not checker. So Let's say Earl gets the belt. Let's say if Bud holds it hostage. I think Earl has the type of earning and star power, regardless of what Bob Arum does. Um, if Bob Arum doesn't find a way to fix it to where the winner of Taylor Ramirez beats Bud, he's screwed because the WBO is not going to let Crawford hold that belt hostage away from Earl Spence when they can make a huge sanction in fee money off a fight with Earl Spence if he wants to come for that belt. But man, they fucking with you, dog. Yeah. And I don't so, mean that in a good way. Like they they yeah. are fucking with you, bro. Yeah. So they we, are fucking we, with you. If yeah. I was you, I would wreck shop through that whole fucking ESP and I would tear they all their asses up. All yeah. of them. Every last fucking one of them. I will wreck all of them. And then after you do, you leave. You leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, they if put I'm Virgil Bud, Ortiz yeah. in front of you, I take the fight, do the same shit, except for you. He's doing a, he do, he's doing what Mayweather didn't want to do. He didn't want to fight Canelo because Canelo was too raw. He said Canelo's too raw. Give him some time, and I'll fight him later on. And everybody yeah. pushed that fight on him. Um, if I, I would say, yo, if he's my if he's my mandatory, give him to me. I would eat his ass up, and then after Taylor Ramirez, whoever wins that, I tear their ass up too. What Taylor Taylor Ramirez? I know Virgil was hoping to skip the line, but Bob Aram has pretty much told you what he wants to do. 
Bob Arum controls that, controls that, right? Because Bob Arum has to make whatever fight Terrence Crawford has while he's under contract with Bob Arum. Bob Arum is not making Virgil Ortiz Jr. Uh, Terrence Crawford over the winner of Taylor Ramirez and, and Crawford because he has both of those guys signed the top rank. Gotcha. So but I'm just he, saying, how, it however good. it go, however it go, I, yeah. will wreck, I will wreck all of them. I will wreck well, whoever it is. But at, at the end of the day, Bud is either going to take another pushover a, a stay busy fight, maybe, and it's going to be the winner between Taylor Ramirez. That, that's Bud's path. That's all he has. And then Bud has two options. He could either quadruple down or triple down, whatever, with top rank after that fight if he wins or, you know, if he loses, he's just all the way screwed. Or um, he can, if he beats the winner of Taylor Ramirez, he can leave top rank and then have a lot of leverage and come to PBC. Yeah. Allegedly, his contract is up in October 2021. Um, mm -hmm. I would try to get a fight immediately, like just just so I got that in my pocket to say, all right, I had one fight. So going so into you, this contract, so you know, so, okay. you, you, so you know that's when the fight is happening, right? Yeah. Uh, Bob is freezing them out, and they say, okay, you're gonna fight in September. Because what's gonna happen is you got Taylor Ramirez. They fight when? Is it this month or next month? May 22nd. So they fight this month. So yes. basically, Next you got week. June, July, August. That's three months. Bam, they're going to fight in September. Bob is going to make sure that fight happens with Terrence before his contract's up in October. He's going to make sure he faces the winner between Taylor Ramirez. I, I hear you, but I think that fight is going to be a banger, and them motherfuckers is going to be fucked up. <laughs> it, it, you Somebody going to get it, fucked up that fight, man. It, somebody may, but they're going to make it happen before Bud's contract is up, bro. That's, that's Bob has to. If Bob wants to keep the WBO to. belt, because if Terrence decides not to sign back, then that WBO belt leaves top rank. He has no control over it. Absolutely. So to me, you know, to me, he's, he, that's what he's looking at. But I don't, listen, I don't know you that well, but even if he offers you 120 million, pimp, I will walk out the fucking door. I will walk out the door. He's shown to you that there is no loyalty to you. He's shown to you that he will not market you. He's shown to you that he can't get you big fights. Everything that he that, that you needed him to do, he hasn't done. I would leave Bob the fuck alone. This is about business. This is not about loyalty, man. Uh, basketball players are showing it more and more. Football players are showing it more and more. When they want you gone, they get rid of you. And they talk dirty about you. But when you want to leave, they shit on you and they make you look like a bad person when you know that you're doing the best thing there is for you and your family and your career. Get the fuck up out of there. Get yeah. the fuck up out of there. Them people don't care about you over there, man. Agreed. You ain't even got a fight coming up as far as we know. Yeah, he won't be fighting. I'm telling you, he's not fighting until September. You should have been Watch. had a fight. You should have been had a fight. Because, bro, because, bro, if he was going to have a fight, it would, it would have to be, if he's going to fight again in September... Or even let's say early October before his contract expires, whatever actual day that is, he would need to be fighting either May or June. That's what I'm saying. And, and so, they haven't made nothing for him this whole no, entire time. Because Bob is icing him out, keeping him on the shelf for that big fight in September between the winner of Taylor and Ramirez. That's what's happening. That's the bottom line. Don't let them people play, play with you like that, man. Get the fuck up out of there. Abandon yeah. ship. Abandon That's what flop, Bob is doing. Flop rank. And then, and then on, on, on the low, they're keeping a close eye on what's happening between Jermail Charlo and Brian Castano. Yeah. Watch out for that because yeah. that's the exit, that's the exit stage left game plan. Well, we just gonna move up to 154, find a favorable matchup, 
and then try to go up there and say we're going to be another division weight champion and no. try to get some get, get a belt there. So, but it's got to be the right matchup. So, um, I don't think Bud yeah, I think Bud will fight any of them. Absolutely. But I, I wouldn't recommend certain. I wouldn't recommend him fighting about two or three guys in that division. I wouldn't recommend him fighting any of the top five. I don't see how long. I don't know how long he could go with a guy like Jared Hurd. I don't think the Charlos or or Jamel, I should say, would be interested in letting a guy like that stick around and act like he could fight with him. I don't know if you can play around with Julian Williams for too long. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, and that's just three guys. Maybe he hopes Brian Castano gets lucky and gets all the belts and beats, beats male. Okay, cool. Now you got to fight uh, Brian Castano. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. Good luck. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, that's, you know, it, it, interesting situation. We'll see how it all plays out in the um, game of boxing. I'm not going to call it the sport of boxing, in the uh, game of boxing. Because right now it's being treated like a game. It's not it being, is. It's not being dealt with like a sport. So, but man, I, I I I really think you're one of the brightest spots in boxing. You got to get the fuck out of there. Them, them people over there don't care about you, and they are not managing or helping your career flourish. Anytime I hear a fighter say, "Yo, I ain't thinking about that fight no more," or "I don't care about that fight no more," or "or I'm I'm past that," like that just that's frustration. Well, it's frustration and it's a defeatist attitude, right? Because now you realize, damn. I got outmaneuvered. I got outmaneuvered. And I know I got outmaneuvered. So instead of giving in or confirming that I got outmaneuvered, I'm just going to say I'm not going to take that fight. You know, my advice to him, which, you know, obviously I don't know him personally either. He can get two shits what I think <laughs> is, you know, but I'm going to offer it anyway because I just don't give a fuck. And I'm no, you're anyway supposed to. You got to offer it. <laughs> but what I'm going to say, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a different thing right there. But anyway, what I would say is, is that just leave there, go to PBC. Um, he's going to get more respect. He's going to get a better – he's going to get a better deal if he comes over to PBC. Um, he's going to get immediately get better competition. Thanks. Uh, he's going to get better fights. I mean, at the end of the day, his peer group in his division is with PBC. It's not at top tank. It's not at, you know, Matchbox. I know they call it Matchroom. I just want to light that shit on fire. Yeah. It's not over there. So you need, you need to go, you need to go where, where the action is. And uh, yeah. he's a great fighter. Uh, and you will make I your think, money. And you will make your he, money. He will make his money. And I think he has all the tools in his tool belt to beat every single fighter in, in his division over there. Now, whether, whether he can do it or not is another thing. But he's, he's capable. He's not going in there. You know, like with no chance, he's going in there with a very good chance. Yeah, and you so, you are me, not considered, but you are yeah. not considered B.J. Saunders or any of these other fighters. Yeah. We know, yeah. we know what's up with you, dog. To, to, to me, and I'm gonna say this, and, I'm, and I know we got to get up out of here, but to me, what I'm gonna say is, man, bud, bet on yourself, bro. You got to bet on yourself. We've said this yeah, before. Lose. Yeah, Miguel Cotto, Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, all those guys left Bob Arum, and they. They yeah. took a hold of their careers and they did well. They yeah. did very and, well. And, and look at the, all the black fighters that left Oscar and Golden Boy and went over to sign with Al. Earl Jer- Spence. Yes, Jermail Charlo. Brothers. Yeah. Look, look, look how they, they, left, they left Oscar and Golden Boy 
and went over to Al as an advisor and look at how their careers are. Well, you can think whatever votes. you want to think about the Charlo, Charlo brothers now, but guess what? They getting fights on major networks and they getting, they getting paid. And you can think whatever you want to think about them, but they're also all champions. That's a fact. Two of them unified, you know, in Jamel yes. and, and, and Earl. And then you got Jamal, the WBC champion, you know, the belt that Canelo gave up. So, uh, you know. It's some shit man, to look I'm, at, man, and consider, yeah, bro. Something to look at. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and hopefully, Andre, man, keep doing your thing. We know that Mangia passed up that fight because he ain't want to fight you. Uh, I heard that they're through his father that they're looking at Eubanks. Um, I don't think they're going to get the Triple G fight because Triple G, from what I understand, Triple G has signed or is waiting on the Murata to fight in January of 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, look, none of those guys are going to fight Andre. I, I, if, if I'm Andre, I, 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 the jig is up, right? You got played by Fast Eddie. You got played. Facts. Um, let me decline this. So to me, you got played. And so to me, what he has to do is go follow the fights. I don't know what his contract situation is over there in the zone. I would try to get out of it, let it expire. And then he needs to, he's the 160, he's a WBO champion, 160 pounds. He needs to go make fights with other champions at 160 pounds. Now, good. We don't triple G's holding the belt. He won't do it. Fine. Petition his sanctioning body. Like, look, man, he's holding the belt, ain't fighting nobody. Okay, he wants to fight Murata. Murata, 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 168, right? 160, Pim. Or is he at 160? 160. So he's at 160. He's got the belt that we, so, so, he's got the belt that I bet you, you can't even name right now. He's got that one. Okay, what well, he was at the, the WBA <laughs> or the IBF? The fact that you see, he got. that's what I'm saying. He's got the belt that you probably can't the IBF. Even name. He probably got the IBF. I don't know. But either, either way, he needs to get in the mix and eventually force a fight with Jamal Charlo. Like him and Jamal need to be hunting down the other 160 pounders, forcing those unifications. That's what they both should be doing. If they work together, they can kind of force that action and then eventually meet with each other and have a total, unifi a total unification, which would be a huge fight. And just get it out you the know? way. Just get it out the way. And just get it out the way, man. Get it out the way. You know, hey, like man, Canelo ain't nothing wrong with y'all fight. Canelo. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all yeah. fighting each other, man. Y'all already got animosity. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather watch, I would personally, now I know more people would because they just don't know shit about boxing or they're just Mexican. I'm just going to keep it 100. But I would much rather watch Jamal Charlo versus Andre than watch Canelo versus some tomato can. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to see Canelo in Yildirim. I don't want to see Canelo in whatever bum he's going to find in some other weight class to pick off to have some one of these interim intercontinental belts to claim he did something in the division. That's I don't want to see that hot garbage. That's a fact. I want to see two champions, guys at the top of their game, and who are in their prime and yes. in the elite class. I want to see – I'm going to put my money there. So, to me, they should focus on, hey, we're the real ones. We're the elites. We're peers. And we're going to, and we're going to do – we're going to – you know what? We're going to make this happen against each other. Just like – you know, Hagler Hearns did, just like Hagler Sugar Ray did, in the spirit of that, that's what we're going to do. Notice who isn't doing that. And, uh, and that way you isolate Canelo that way. Why are we all fighting and we're all peers and we're elites, but you won't do it. 
Right. That's how you isolate Canelo. And exactly. Yeah, I should be eliminating the competition so there is nothing else to talk about. That's that's his right. Now we I'm we saying. know Canelo wants. We know Canelo. That's his game plan. He wants everybody to pick themselves off. So but that's fine. It, 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 ha- it has like, to fine. happen. It has to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like yeah. you have to have fights yeah. like that. There's there's yeah. no other way. You can't have yeah. a bunch. You can't of let music. one guy hold up your entire career and your progress. You got to focus no. on you. So no. yeah. Charlo, Charlo needs to knock these guys off. Andre needs to knock these guys off. And then at the end, yeah. they meet at the end of the road. And as you, if yeah. you're, you, you guys say you're done or you're waiting on them, because it's you guys at 160. And then at 168, it's the big bad boogeyman named uh, David Benavidez, who's also a boogeyman. I forgot to yeah. add him. So David, yeah, he is the boogeyman. He is the boogeyman. He, he, he's the boogeyman over Andre. He's the oh, boogeyman. yeah. Oh, yeah. At 168, he, that is the official boogeyman. Yeah. 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 So uh, we, we want to see these fights happen. I would love to see these fights happen. We know what guys don't want to fight. We see it. Uh, congratulations, Ryan Garcia, real quick. I see you want to come back and fight. <laughs> Motherfucker. They're rolling, right? Uh, I don't even think that's going to happen because they're friends. So, so, so Yeah, so I'm going to duck. I duck Devin Haney. I duck, well, I duck, I, I so I duck Devin Haney, I duck Tank, even though I called him out. Then I want to duck Fortuna because Fortuna can actually fight and it might be hard. Ooh, maybe I can have a fight with Roland, who's my friend, but he might get lucky and hit me with one punch and put me to sleep. Not just that, but ooh, I, 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 I lied about the fucking Manny Pacquiao fight. Lied about the Manny Pacquiao fight, that didn't happen. Now I'm going to claim, you know what, no, it's my mental health. So, you know, look, man, um, all of this bullshit is affecting my mental health. So, yeah. You know, I, for I, those you know. who don't know, uh, boxing, you got to be mentally fucked up to fight anyway. All right. It's, it's something got to be wrong with you to get in the ring. Trust me. I know. Uh, the other part of it is Floyd Mayweather had a bunch of shit going on with him um, when he was fighting. He had a woman that one of his, the, the baby mothers of his kids died. He had his mother die. He had his father go to prison while he was boxing. He had all this shit going on. Uh, who else you want mm-hmm. to talk about? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was accused of rape. Mike Tyson had so much shit going on in the background. Custom model, his trainer died. It was like a father figure to him. Uh, who else? Uh, I think Andre Ward has some shit going on in the background. Everybody yeah, got some every, shit everybody going has on. Something. Every last goddamn everybody person got some shit yeah. going on. We see what Tank doing. Tank got all type of shit going on in the background with him. He got all type of shit happening in the background with him. Uh, there is no fighter out there that we know from boxing that doesn't have anything going on. And it's not to say that mental health isn't an issue. It's just to say that when you start putting it out in front of the public and saying that this is something that's going on, I kind of look at you and go, well, is it really? Because most people that have mental health issues, they back away and they fade away into the dark space because they don't want to be seen. I've seen you on TV or not TV. I've seen you on my phone in Hawaii posting pictures with the, with the young lady that you're with. So I don't know, man. It's just kind of like far fetched to me to say that he has something mentally ill going on with him. But if you did, pimp. I'm glad that you're feeling better, but it's kind of funny that you want to yeah. come back and box after that. It's yeah. kind of weird, pimp. We'll see. It's uncanny. Well, come back and box and not box any of the guys I named that he was supposed to have fights with. So, Especially yeah. now that Fortuna has an actual person to dance with. Yeah, true. So was it so Fortuna we'll versus get... Jojo Diaz? Who I, I have no idea who Fortuna's fighting now. In either way, um, yeah. I, I'm going to let you go, but he does have a fight, and that yeah. July 9th card is still on. They're not going to cancel it. Good. Pre- yeah, appreciate you jumping on here with me, man. Go ahead and do your eats. No doubt. Yep. No doubt. This no, is, I'll hit you up afterwards. Yep, this is Clean Breaks. We out this motherfucker. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Yeah!